The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raina Nation, and you know what I'm saying right now? Unfreaking believable victory in hostile territory. The Oakland Raiders bring down the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, hell does come in December, Tomlin, and it's silver and black. That and more here on show 258. First, let me say, Raider Nation, I am stunned, amazed, confused, and happy. Just like the rest of the Raider Nation about this victory, we're going to hit on that, the Steelers postgame. And, of course, we have to do the pregame for the Washington Foreskins. I mean, Redskins. That's correct. They're coming to town next Sunday, and we got something to say about that. We'll hit that and the bone line, which is, of course, on fire. You guys are on fire. And let me just slip this in right now. There's been some rumors, and i got to quelch them now at this time of the season. At this point of the season, of course, the Vipers that hate the Raiders, the haters are coming out with our new coach, Jim Fossil. Mark Trestman's also been in, been in the mix, talking about a new coach. I don't know if Al Davis is out there reaching out. I don't know if this is a bunch of... Bullshit. But of course, it's in print. And of course, the cherry on top of this mound of crap is Matt Millen is coming to Oakland to be the Raiders GM. Well, well, well. Let us hope that that crap, none of it happens. The only thing I'd like to happen here is Mark Trestman to come back as our offensive coordinator. Because really, Cable needs some help. He's doing a good job. But with a little bit of polish, we definitely can make this thing take off big time. We need offensive help and the coaching. We all know that. And uh, I hope Al gets him the help without hiring that fucking idiot, Matt Millen. Oh, my gosh. What a turkey that guy is. Destroyed the Lions. We're just now starting to rebuild. So let's get into the first story, shall we? The Steelers post game. We will not go gently. We're going to unleash hell here in December because we have to. We won't go into shell. We're going to go in attack mode because uh, that's what's required. The Raiders come in at three and eight, but they did beat the Cincinnati Bengals. Here's Janikowski's kickoff. We will not go gently. We're going to unleash hell here in December. On the Pittsburgh 17, there's a fake toss, a roll left by Gradkowski, a throw for the end zone, and it's caught by Chaz Schillens. Touchdown, Raiders! What a play by Gradkowski! We're going to unleash hell here in December. Raiders go into an eye with a double tight formation. There's the fake. Gradkowski can run for it, but he's going to throw it deep. He's got a man out there and it's caught by Lewis Murphy. 20, 15, 10, 5. He is pushed out on the one year. No, he's in. Touchdown. They give him a touchdown. You want to do it, Tom? Touchdown, Raiders. We're going to unleash hell here in December. Watkins outright singled up with Burnett. Gradkowski, they blitz Burnett. Here's Gradkowski now, going to throw for the end zone, and it's caught! Touchdown, 
in the back corner of the end zone with nine seconds to go. The Raiders have beaten the Pittsburgh Steelers here at Heinz Field. Well, Raider Nation, just like I said in my last show, I remember the Steeler Raider games of old. The battles, the hits, I mean, the contest down to the last dog on second of the game where you could de- depend on some good football. Well, God damn, if I wasn't surprised, the Raiders came to Pittsburgh and laid them freaking out. I know a lot of it had to do with Tomlin's comment before they even came to town about hell coming in December and that they were going to go out and put it to everybody in December. And you know what he was talking about? He's talking about our Raiders. Well, nothing like that happened. <laughs> Not to take away from the Steelers, who definitely try to win that game all the way until the last minute and 49 seconds anyway. The Steelers were in it just like days of old. They fought hard. They played hard. But I'll tell you this. Their bench was paranoid the entire game. If you look at any of the game film, you'll see not only were they paranoid, but the fans never really got settled because it was always the Raiders coming back with great play after great play after great freaking play. Yes, Bruce Almighty. That's right, coined here, and I guess someone else coined it way back Back east, but I'm telling you, I call him Bruce Almighty, and some here call him the Polish prick. Raider Nation, what's good, man? It's your boy C Money, man. Yo, we fucking beat Cincinnati. I'm shocked, but you know why? We put the Polish prick in there, man. The Polish prick, Gradkowski. That's the fucking deal. I've been calling that shit for months, bro. I've been saying it for months. Either way you want to slice it, this guy is Gannon esque. The guy knows his pocket. He can sense the pressure. He rolls out to the side with the least amount of defenders and launches a rocket. No, it's not a rocket like Jabusto. No, it's a pass. Passes that are pretty doggone close, and I mean close enough in this game to make the victory complete. Bruce Gradkowski already said that he was the master, or at least not the master, but his favorite drill was a two-minute drill. He loved that more than anything else. I remember back in his interviews when he got the job with the Oakland Raiders. And lo and freaking behold, some of the passes were crazy. Lewis Murphy, please. The guy came out and showed why he should be on the roster first spot. That's correct. First, him or Shillings. Second, Johnny Lee Higgins. And Darius Hayward, hands of stone, and now has a foot of stone, uh, needs to sit his ass on the bench along with that other bust, Jabusto. I mean, Darius Hayward Bay isn't really a bust. We got to give him some time, but <laughs> we need to shed Jamarcus Russell and his big fat contract along with his big fat Skittles ass. The guy, can you just tell the difference? I'm going to go on a tangent around. Can you tell the difference between these two quarterbacks? Can you tell who plays with fire and determination? Can you tell who gathers the troops, tells them what to get done? I'll tell you, one thing that happened in this game uh, that was amazing, 
Langston Walker was staring up at the, the, the board to see what the play before that was when Gradkowski grabs him and says, concentrate on what we got to do here. You can look at the game later. Is that Gannon-esque or what? I got to tell you right now, we have a general, and his name is Gradkowski. You know, I like getting dirty out there. You know, I like to be considered a football player, not just a quarterback. And, you know, I get into the game, and I just told him, hey, I'm playing all night. You know, we're playing 60 minutes. When I'm out there, when I'm at practice, it's my offense. And that's how I'm going to lead because the quarterback, the offense, you got to be the leader. Guys want the guys need a leader out there. And offensively, I'm, I'm going to be the leader. Now, I know it's one game, but the guy is consistent. The guy wants to win. He's a scrapper. He puts himself out there. He runs the ball with determination, and he puts everything into the game. You can tell. Little things like coming back to the coach after after they're out and talking to him about the play. Little things like communicating to the other teammates what's going on. This guy is our leader. He is in place. I hope Al sees that. I hope that we pay him. And I hope that we keep him at number one as long as he's producing. And then, how about this? Give him some tools to work with. Give him a little better offensive line so we can run the ball more. And I think, folks, with the defense we have now, a couple of tweaks here and there. I know, I mean, I got to sound like a Raider fan, but we got places to go, people to see, and winning to do. This game just showed the character of this team, and I <laughs> I didn't think we were going to win. I thought we were going to lose because Pittsburgh's defense, Pittsburgh's defense, and their offense, and Roethlisberger, and the four games now losing streak. <laughs> I love it. Playing them at home, we are 14-point underdogs. Un-freaking-believable. Play after play, from Hiram Eugene's interception to the great passes that are caught by Shillings in the end zone, and Lewis Murphy, and Johnny Lee Higgins came out and played a great game as well. Zach Miller, Justin Fargus. I mean, uh, DMAC didn't get much yardage, and of course, Bush didn't get too far either, uh, but that can work out with an offensive line improvement down the road. We did lose Gallery. We lost Satelle in that game, so we had two guys in there, second string, that took us through the fourth quarter, and we won. And we won Raiders-style, man. We ripped the hearts out of the ass of every towel-waving bastard in that frickin' stadium. That was priceless. The look on the fans' faces... And by the way, Raider Mike put up another video. You must check it out. Raider Mike, it was awesome. Awesome. Great. I love having your shit on our show. I love having it on our webpage and our forum. You guys check it out on our, our home site there, RaiderNationPodcast.com. Uh, check out the forum. See Raider Mike's video because it does justice to this game. And it lays it out just like it fucking happened. I can't go on and on enough about this game. I can't go on and on enough about the heart this team played with, the tenacity, the no give up, the fourth quarter comebacks, the lead changes. 
The insane attitude. Gradkowski pushed out of bounds on a run. We got a holding play, holding call against us, but he was right in Woodland's face. They were going back and forth along with other players. Murphy, uh, Johnny Lee. There was a lot of trash going on back and forth between these two teams, and it was fucking electric. And I loved it, and I've watched the game four times already. Unbelievable. Now, there are two passes we had that could have been sure touchdowns. One was to Shillings, and one was to uh, Lewis Murphy. Just thrown just a little far. Not a Jamarcus Russell 50 yards over your head, 10 yards past you pass. I'm talking about a six-inch difference between a miss and a touchdown. That's how close. Two touchdowns possible with just a little bit more touch on the ball, and you know Gradkowski can make that better. So as we improve, we, I mean, this is a game we could have beat them by two touchdowns because we had the possibilities of the, having that happen. Yes, they could have gotten an interception on us to stop a drive. But if you look at the way we played and the way the quarterback looked over the field, the way he called plays on the line, the way he changed things up, the play calling on cable was, was okay. There were a couple of questions. I always have a couple of questions when he makes calls, and I just don't think he has it all together. Cable needs an offensive coordinator. I've said it before. He needs to get an offensive coordinator. But, you know, you guys have been saying it, and I see it, and I think you guys are right, and I'm just going to go with it right now, that Cable needs to stay because they're playing for this guy. They're playing for Cable. And you know, at the end of the game, Cable was like, well, look at that. We won. And it reminded me of John Madden in the games he won. I mean, <laughs> you know what? The difference in coaching styles that he has to the other coaches we've had, you know, you just don't know. But for some reason, our team is buying into him, and it shows. It shows in the way they play, and it shows in the effort they put in, even though we know we're not going to be in the playoffs. <laughs> I think it's more than just Bruce, man. I think it's just, you know, Coach Cable. You know, he, he's, he's put a plan together, and uh, everybody's buying in. Everybody's going out, working hard, not worrying about the record, and just coming out every day and taking it upon ourselves to go play hard. So that's what we've been doing. And we just wanted to come out here and just make our mark and just say that, you know, enough is enough. We're going to come out and play hard all four quarters, 60 minutes, and, uh, and continue to make plays. But, man, we're not letting anything get by us. We're playing each game to win, and that's great. It's great for, for us because we get to see the development of our team. We get to see the people we should be keeping on our team, and it shows potential for next season. The other thing it does, the more games we win, the lower down the draft tree we go. And I tell you, Raider Nation, that it's better for the Raiders to draft further down the line. These number one picks in the top 10 are have not turned out very well for us. And I don't think they've turned out very well for a lot of teams. A lot of teams got their best players from 11 down. And I, I, I hate to tell you, but I'd like to see the Raiders win enough games so that we don't have to pick so high and so that we don't have to choose the top 10 guys. It'd be nice to see that happen. Time will tell. Great win by the Raiders. Gradkowski, 20, 
20 for 33 for 308 and three TTs, man. That is absolutely crazy. It's crazy. It's awesome. It's a wonderful thing um, that the Raiders are able to uh, take that and go with it. It's a wonderful thing that the Raiders are able to develop a team at this point where we are that could come into the Steelers and beat their ass. We did have a couple trick plays that didn't go our way, but shit, man, Fargus ran 15 attempts, 63 yards. McFadden on nine was 25, and Gradkowski, three for 20. Check that out, Russell. Never happened for you. Lewis Murphy, four receptions, 128 yards, two touchdowns. Higgins, four receptions, 63 yards. You know, these are the things we need to have happen. Zach Miller, four for 43. Schillen's three for 45 and another touchdown. Todd Watkins was in there too. Stewart was in there too. He was hitting everybody. This shows our team. I mean, we can play. And if we could play with the Steelers and we could play with the Eagles and we could play with the Bengals, I mean, all championship caliber teams. Our team's got to be feeling it right now. The engine's got to be purring. It's got to be working on all cylinders. And when they come home next week, I'm expecting big things from this team. Great victory. Raider Nation. I mean, great victory. Everything that had to go right went right. And everything that had to go wrong for the Steelers went terribly wrong. And let me just say this. Ben, keep your fucking flapping arms down. Johnny Lee Higgins got speared in the head on a crucial penalty, yes, a personal foul. It was blatant. It was obvious. And the fact that you're just being a little biatch about it is some bullshit, especially after your concussion, geek. He must have forgot already because, yeah, he still has a concussion. Great victory, Raider Nation. And that is that. Oh, one more thing. You can take that terrible towel and wipe your ass. With it. <laughs> okay, folks, it's time. Let's welcome the Rowdy Redskins. <laughs> I love it. Hail to the Redskins. Hail victory. Praise on the All right, Raider Nation, be there, the Mecca, December 13th, to support your new Oakland Raiders against the <laughs> the Rowdy Redskins. I call him that because a guy at the fire department I work for uh, is a Redskin fan, and he will be at the game in my seats, by the way. And uh, I just want him to witness the carnage because I think we can beat the Redskins. I think we can beat the Redskins uh, convincingly, even though they're quite the spoilers themselves and a team that could come in out of nowhere and put the hurting on you. They only lost to the Saints, and I mean the juggernaut Saints, 33-30 to last week. They put together a pretty doggone good game, but they played hard, and there were some injuries on their roster. Good for us, bad for them. Jason Campbell has been a suspect quarterback for the last couple of years. 
They're not sure if they want to keep him. He's hot and cold. Uh, he really hasn't had an opportunity to do his thing, evidently, because they're giving him that this year. I think Jim Zorn, the head coach of the Redskins, is on very thin ice. And he will be definitely wanting this as a victory on his wall because he doesn't have very many. The Redskins only had three wins in the season. Uh, sounds familiar. Their fans are clamoring for heads, and you know Zorn's head is definitely on the chopping block. They lost to New York. Uh, let's see. They lost to the Lions. Ooh. They lost to the Panthers. They lost to the Chiefs. Ooh. They lost to the, of course, Eagles, the Falcons, the Cowboys, the Eagles again. They lost to the Saints. So they've had three losses in a row. They did beat the Broncos. So this is a kind of team. They beat them 24-17, uh, 27-17, which is a convincing win, really, against a juggernaut uh, like the Broncos that beat our ass. So this is a team that could definitely come up and hurt us. But Raider Nation, we're at home. We have momentum. Our injury list isn't quite as bad as theirs. Albert Hainsworth, their star defender, was in and out of the last game with an ankle. I'm looking for that ankle to still be bad, especially when they got to deal with Seymour and Kelly. That could be pretty good. Now, their fullback, Mike Sellers, this is a big one, is out with a shin bruise. I don't know if he's going to return. He probably has to return for this game, but he's going to be iffy at best, and they have nobody to replace him on their roster. He is the only fullback they have, and, well, that's going to be hurting for them because even their first-string runner, Clinton Portis, probably will not play. He had a big-time concussion, and he's still going through some tests. I doubt if he plays, if he doesn't practice, and it doesn't look like he's practicing. Now, his defensive tackle, Griffith, has a knee, and Goldston uh, has an elbow, of course, and that could be uh, good, bad, indifferent. It doesn't sound like it's much. Redder Nation, the Redskins absolutely have nothing to lose, just like the Raiders have absolutely nothing to lose in this game on Sunday. The only thing the Raiders have to lose is the Raider Nation, for crying out loud, because we need two games in a row. I can't even tell you how many times I've been saying that. After this convincing win, just like after the convincing win of the Eagles and the Bengals, we came back and crapped out a zero. We crapped out a loss. I would love to see the Oakland Raiders put together a two-game winning streak. Hey, what about this? A three-game winning streak. And I don't give a rat's ass if it's not going to take us anywhere. We need to see it as a fan base, and the team desperately needs it for confidence. The team that we have now, the guys on the field, and let me just say this now. It is a goddamn good thing that Russell's ass is on the bench and also Darius Hayward, hands of fucking stone, is on the bench too. I hope somebody steps on his foot this week in practice. The last thing we need is that idiot coming out again and taking the first slot. It was painfully obvious to this Raider fan, without those two knuckleheads in the lineup, we definitely have a chance. This is what you've all been saying. The entire Raider Nation, according to the Raider Nation podcast, is pretty much on the same goddamn page when it comes to these two flops. Darius Hayward Bay has a chance, yes, later on, perhaps with practice, perhaps with repetition, and perhaps with a decent 
wide receiver coach, Sanjay Lal. Yeah, whoever heard of that guy, we probably won't hear from him again after this season. Lewis Murphy, the man, should stay the man just because of his production. Just like it should be, not because of some bullshit contract that some bad pick, and I don't, I don't want to point any fingers, Al, but some bad pick you're going to have to have him play so you can pay him the money? What happened to winning is everything? What happened to commitment to excellence? What happened to just win, baby? Please tell me that's not a bunch of bullshit. Because if you change the lineup after this game, then you know what, man? I don't know what to say. I think we can beat the Redskins at home. I sure as hell hope so because I got the rowdy Redskin in the house. <laughs> I love it, man. I just love it. So without further ado, man, let's get down to the bone line because you guys have got a lot to say. And that's for sure. And I'm happy as hell. Ugh. The bone line, your place, your home, your place to vent, your place to celebrate. And today we're going to do some celebrating, partner. I love it. All right. Who is first on the line? We have a good friend of the podcast, Raider Jaime. Tell us, brother, how you feeling? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Jaime calling out of Bakersfield. Hey, man, you ain't shitting about that H1N1 bug. I just got over it. I was down for about two and a half weeks. But uh, I didn't get to watch the Raider game, but I was watching up on the top of the score when I was watching the, the wrestling game in the Saints. And... They, <laughs> I guess they drove down the field and scored in the last nine seconds of the game. Well, well you know, it's, I got a funny little story here. We got a little black cat that appeared on my porch on Saturday morning about 3 o'clock in the morning. You know what? Things have been going bad for us, but since we got this black cat, things have been going good for us. So I don't know, man. I don't know. This is just a good luck bug, but I'm keeping this black cat. Pretty color, too, anyways. But uh, way to go, man fucking happy that we beat these fucking Steelers, man. I hate them. I've hated them forever. You guys take care. Love you, Raider Nation. Bet your ass that shit will take you down, man. That H1N1, that ain't no bullshit. But I say keep that goddamn cat, man. I take it that cat. Treat it like a king. Yeah, nice to hear from you, brother. All right, who's next? All right, my good friend. Raider Mike. <laughs> Raider Mike calling in, baby. What a game, huh? How about that Gregkowski, man? Driving the field for the win. Oh, my goodness. Throwing punches with the Steelers in Pittsburgh. And, hey, we didn't go in that stadium to go kiss their rings. I don't give a shit about their six rings. We went to defending Super Bowl champs house and beat you baby beat you and i love it oh my goodness Woo! later mike is off the chain 
Yeah, you know, man, they counted us along with the Browns as a for sure W on their schedule. Guess what? I don't think so. Good call, brother. We have the Pennsylvania Radar. Raider Nation, what's up? This is Pennsylvania Raider. And I would like to start off to say that I am very pissed off. The reason is I had a chance to go to that fucking game in Pittsburgh, and I did not go. I would have loved to have been there in my Raider jersey with all the Pittsburgh fans gloating in their face, rubbing it in their face, after Bruce Almighty let us down the field, not once, not twice, but three times for the 27-24 victory. I would have loved to have been there. I'm pissed off that I didn't go. Oh, unbelievable. I have not seen this type of uh, enthusiasm, leadership, since Rich Gannon held the reins of the team in, like, 2002. This guy might be the answer. You can see the guy wants to play, and he's passionate. you got to give him a chance. Fuck J. Russ. you got to cut him next year. Bruce Almighty, I think, is the answer. It's looking good, Raider Nation. we got Washington next week. I, I think we have a good possibility at that one, too. All right, this is Pennsylvania Raider. Out. That's funny you say that you could have gone to the game. Well, partner, you should go to the game. I even encourage us to go to games here because, man, you never know. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to a game, as in the Eagles, as in the Cincinnati Bengals, when my friends have said, nah, I'm not going to go. And the first call I get is, fuck, man, I should have gone. Anytime you get a chance to see the team, is anytime I got a chance to win, we can win any game. I tell you, we're bipolar. You got to remember that, man, because the Raiders could come out anytime and kick some ass. But look at it this way, brother. You get to gloat and float all week. Matter of fact, the rest of the season. Because we kicked them out of the playoffs. Throw that in their six rings. I love it. We have the Virginia Raider. A good brother. What you got to say, man? What's up, Raider Nation? Virginia Raider. Man, I love, I love, I love, I love beating people you're not supposed to beat. But when it's Pittsburgh... I love it that much more, baby. The way our offense, Gradkowski, man, he just, he really is the one. I mean, he, he just does it. The way he can spark the offense, the way he controls the game, his ability to get out of the pocket when he's under pressure, his pocket presence and sense. I mean, it's just amazing. It's amazing compared to what we have with Russell. And uh, he's the reason we won the game today, obviously. He and Murphy have something. It's pretty spectacular. But, hey, it was beautiful. I think we can go 8-8. Eight and eight. I truly do. If we play football like we played today, if our offense plays good like they played today, if our defense continues to play well, the problem with our defense is that we give up three or four, maybe five big plays per game. And... That's what ruins the game for us. If we give up four or five big plays and two or three of them are touchdowns, um, 
you can't come back from that. Not with the offense, not right now, not as young as we are. So we've got a little bit of a ways to go, but I like what I saw today. Today's win was better than Cincinnati's win. I'm happy. I'm proud of the guys come out on the East Coast and uh, really beat the Steelers, man, just in every every facet of the game. We really beat them today. We kept them in it, but we still beat them. So that's a positive. Other than that, uh, we just got to celebrate this win tonight, and we got to keep on keeping on starting Monday or Tuesday whenever they get back to practice. We can't become complacent with winning one or two good games and then just folding for three or four games in a row. That's why we only win five or six games a year. So I think we can win two or three more. We've only got four more. But I can definitely see us being a seven, eight-win team this year if we keep playing like we played today. That's all I got this week, guys. Peace. Feel the same way. Uh, unbelievable energy that this quarterback brings to this team. It is contagious. And they want to play for him. And the defense does have some trouble, but they're playing hard, dude. They're playing to the last dog on second. And I see us with a couple more victories this year. Man, it was gloom and doom with those idiots that we had in there, Jamarcus and Hands of Stone. And what a difference a couple players make. Unbelievable. We have my good brother, Juan Jorge. And anybody talks about rubbing a terrible towel on their nutsack definitely gets into the bone line. What you got to say, man? All right, Radio Nation. I want all you guys to get a terrible towel, okay, and wipe your ass with it. (laughs) We fucking won. Can anyone believe this shit? Holy shit. Bruce Gronkowski, the Bruce Gronkowski era needs to continue. Jamarcus' ass needs to sit the pine. We need to cut his ass. Bruce Gronkowski is a fucking NFL quote-unquote quarterback. He has half the talent of Jamarcus, yet throws 308 yards and two TDs? You must be kidding me. Lewis Murphy, this guy, we got stealing him in the fourth round. He is a stud. He's had some drops this year. But, man, does he make his opportunities count? Imagine if Darius Hill would have played. Murphy wouldn't have got the opportunities, and he wouldn't have got that many balls thrown to him. Hayward Bay and Jamarcus need to sit the pine and fucking learn. Jamarcus, we shouldn't even let him sit. You know what? Cut his ass. Make him restructure or cut his ass. Bruce Gronkowski has started three games. He's two and fucking one. He goes into Pittsburgh and gives them the bird and says, you know what, this is my house, I'm making it my house, I will march down my team, and guess what, after I score, I'm going to rub my fucking nut sack with this terrible towel. Man, what a day to be a Raider, this year hasn't been what we hoped, but fuck, I will take this win any day of the week against the Steelers. We just got a huge road victory, that was huge. This is the one, Jorge. And I'm a proud motherfucking Raider fan. And I'm out. Beautiful call, man. I'm telling you, I feel exactly the same way. Juan, you know we're tuned in. You know we got the same idea here. And I am so glad that we made this game happen. A great road win. Uh, You know, what else can you say? Ride the victory, brother. We have Raider Chris from Scranton, PA. That's right. Right in the middle of the yellow-black territory. 
Raider Nation, what's up? It's Raider Chris, Granton, Pennsylvania. Just saw the game. Raiders and Pittsburgh, or I should say Schittsburg Steelers. Bruce Almighty, baby. He lit a fire under that offense. Great protection for the man. Never gave up. Never once gave up. Drove the team down final two minutes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable game. That's the starting lineup you should have for your offense. Leave Hayward Bay, Hayward Bust on the sideline. Keep Murphy in, like I've said. And... Like every Raider, go Raiders, I'm out. Woo. That's right, Hayward Bus should sit on the pine. Let's hope that happens. It should be obvious, because it's obvious to the rest of us. And you got to be loving this man, living there in Scranton, around all those Steeler fans. It's beautiful, man. You can gloat and float all week long, brother. We have Raider Bob from Knoxville, Tennessee. What you got to say, man? <laughs> Raider Nation. Raider Bob from Knoxville. Oh my God. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. We have won, my brothers. <laughs> Look here. Now, I know we suck, man. It's four we were four and eight, man. Have you ever been this happy going four and eight this <laughs> this late this season? <laughs> But we found our guy, man, because you know what? Kid Kowski, the Toledo kid, he's 2-1. and one. <laughs> And I don't know if you saw his numbers. <laughs> he went 20 of 33, 308 yards and three TDs. <laughs> Who's the last quarterback to do that for us? Is his name Rich Gannon? I don't know. I didn't get to see most of this game. I saw the last two plays, and I did get to hear the last or the fourth quarter from Greg Papa. And I'll tell you, man, you could knock me over with a damn feather. I've been telling people all week, the Toledo kid is coming home to Pittsburgh. He's playing in front of his family, and he's not going to fucking choke because he's played there before when he was playing with Tampa Bay. He knows what it's like there. He, he's a hometown kid. Man, what a fucking homecoming. And more importantly, guess what? We found our guy. If Al Davis or anybody pulls this kid now short of injury, we're storming the fucking Bastille. And uh, I'll drive cross country to join the storm. Ah, well, that's kind of silly. I love you guys. I love this win. I can't wait to see. Uh, Raider Mike, I hope you make a video, man. I want to see the your highlights on this, man. I hope you were there to get it. Guys, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm fired up. I'm going to go set fire to something. I don't know. Later. Well, we just hope that it's very common sense that they keep Gradkowski in and also Lewis Murphy and shit can the hands of stone. And Raider Mike did make a video, so check it out. It's on our forum page at RaiderNationPodcast.com. We have Big Raider Dave from London, England. Check it out. <laughs> Hi guys, this is uh, Big Raider Dave from the UK, just giving us a call uh, on the bone line, just the, the result after the big game today, the win against the Steelers, I'm so happy, um, I spent basically the whole of the game in the chat room, chatting with New Jersey Raider Kev, um, also uh, Wu-Tang Hokey Raider was in there, uh, along with Raider Frank, and uh, Randy popped in and out, we had a ball in the, in the chat room, it was absolutely great. And uh, I, I tried to listen to the game on the radio, but it was about a minute behind. So it was a little hard to follow because uh, the guys in, 
in the chat room, um, yeah, I've got to thank them because they, they kept us right up to date with it all and uh, it was just fantastic, like. So, anyway, let's hope we can keep it going. Uh, glad to see that uh, Darius' uh, Hands of Stone wasn't playing. Um, looks like we can do, he can go and do one along with uh, Jafukwit. He can, he can go and do one as well. The pair of them can go and do one together. Um, so, anyway, let's hope that's the last we've seen of them for this season. And um, let old Lewis Murphy and uh, Chaz Schilling, um, let's hope that uh, they carry on the good work. And um, along with uh, Greg Kowski, let's hope that just he carries on. And uh, can, we know this season's done now, but um, it just gives us a little hope for next year. Anyway, guys, take care. See you over there next year anyway. Bye. Always a pleasure to hear from Big Raider Dave. And yeah, you got it right, man. Both those guys can go do it together. I think that's priceless. And by the way, there's someone here that has something to say. Hi, Dave and Keith. This is Charmaniac, your number one fan in the U.S. Sending lots of love to you guys. Take it easy. God bless. We have Raider Tim from Oklahoma. Sing it, brother. Woo, Raiders! We got us a win against them Steelers, baby! That's twice in the past three years we've been able to come away with a win against the Steelers. But, you know, we got Washington next. I see that as a big win. Then we got the Broncos, and, you know, hopefully we can come out with a win against them. Then we got the Browns, that's a win. And then Baltimore, you know, that could go either way with Baltimore's D. But, hey, we could maybe win the last three of the four and end with a big note like we did last year. Just hopefully we can keep that momentum going into next year and show the NFL what we're all about. Go Raiders! Well, I don't know about the Bronco game, but the other games are winnable. As a matter of fact, the Ravens we could even win if we play the way we played against the Steelers. It just depends on what team shows up, and you guys know that. We have Raider Boy from Wiley, Texas. Let's hear it, man. Yes, this is Raider Boy from Texas calling in. Uh, I'm sure there's a million phone calls already. Hopefully I'll get on, but maybe I won't. But uh, outstanding game. Uh, a little bit worried there. Stretches. How we could just go down there and pretty much play good defense the whole game and just the big plays killing us, you know. I mean, Deerdorf, I think he even said the same thing, but, you know, it's like uh, we have these big plays that kill us and all the rest of the game we played really well, but I guess, you know, they did what they needed to. But uh, how about the offense? Man, I, I can't believe it. Three touchdowns, is, is, is that right, 300 passing yards? It's got to be, man, I don't even know the last time we had 300 passing yards. And Raider Greg, you were right, man. You said that uh, Russell wouldn't start, and I'm glad you were right. I some reason thought that Davis would pull the trigger on that, but I think if uh, they let that let that <clears throat> idiot play uh, ever again in a rare uniform, I mean, somebody just might need to revolt, but uh, anyway, uh, Gradkowski, I just wish he was about three inches taller, had a little bit more zip on the ball, but I'll tell you what, the guy reminds me of Jeff Garcia, he's scrappy, and uh, maybe we can, uh, you know, get this guy and uh, mold him into something. I don't know. I'm still a little bit skeptical. A great game, obviously. Don't want to shortchange the guy. What a great game by our wide receivers. I think it's uh, 
pretty great that uh, Hayward Bay wasn't in there because, boy, I'll tell you what, uh, probably wouldn't have been very many. I guess Murphy Murphy probably wouldn't have been in the game and probably wouldn't have won, which would have been upsetting. Uh, I'd like to see us get a little bit more ground attack going. Not, uh, I'm not sure some of the play calls. It's a, uh, it's almost like, uh, uh, you know, when they hand the ball off, the play is, uh, hey, find a pile and get in it. That's just kind of seems like what we do. We're not really hitting the outside and hitting the holes, and I don't really know how all that works. But uh, you know, the other thing that just gets me is that we're just beating these teams we're not supposed to beat, and then uh, I, I hate to say it, but you know, they suck us in like this, and then next week we'll go in and play somebody where. You know, not all that great. And, uh, well, I guess we play Washington. And they got a pretty darn good defense, so I don't know. But uh, I guess if Cable gets him one or two more victories, he might save his job. But I don't think we need to do anything with the quarterback position. <clears throat> and I hope he wins some more games because uh, we don't need a top ten pick. It would be good to be able to finish like 11th or 12th pick because we've got a lot of free agents to resign. So, anyway, I am just really, really pleased. So, Raider boy out and go Raiders. It's a nice take on Darius Hands of Stones and, of course, Jub Busto, which is a huge bust. I hope they they get rid of him or he gets hurt for some reason and can't ever play again. I don't know, man. I just don't think Davis is going to let him go, which is a goddamn shame. Anyway, good call, brother. I appreciate it very much. I just hope we beat the Skins at home because it's our home and it's all home turf and we need to protect it. And with Gradkowski, we have a chance. We have Obi-Wan Raider. At last, we reveal ourselves to the NFL, the real Oakland Raiders quarterback, Bruce Almighty Gratkowski. What is up, Raider Nation? Obi-Wan Raider here. Where in the fuck would I have rather been other than sitting there in front of my TV watching the Steelers go down to Bruce Almighty. 308 yards. Let me see if I got this right, Raider Nation. He is the lowest paid quarterback on our roster, and he does a better job than some fat fuck, Japorky, that we've paid millions of dollars to. Al Davis, jettison his trash. Then on the next trash bus, get your ass out of there, too. Give us a GM. Give the team over to John Madden or somebody. Chad Schillings, good game. Lewis Murphy, that's what I'm talking about. Darius Hayward Bay does not need to play anymore. I'm so fucking pumped right now. I love the symmetry. I just want a case in Newcastle, ice cold. My buddy's a Steelers fan. We beat their asses uh, a couple years back when they won the Super Bowl. They came out to Oakland, one of our only two wins, and we did it again. Go Raiders! Woo! Nothing like a win, and especially that kind of win, to bring the Raider Nation together. Tell you, winning does everything, man. Cures everything. We have Raider Ed from the Coachella Valley. That's where I used to roll, partner. What you got to say? How you doing there, Raider Greg? This is Raider Ed from the Coachella Valley. Well, it was Pittsburgh, and they went down. Just to let you guys know, we had a brother, fellow Raider brother named Julio Hernandez, longtime member of the Coachella Valley Commitment to Excellence, just passed away suddenly. We put out the call. We had a full packed house this weekend, 
and all the proceeds from the raffles and the food and everything went to his family. We raised a lot of money. The best part of it of all was that Julio was sitting there on the 50-yard line, his memory, his angel, and the Raiders kicked ass. Brother, I just want to say a uh, shout-out to you guys. And uh, Greg Koski did a hell of a job. And rest in peace, Julio Hernandez. Thanks a lot, bro. Out from the Coachella Valley. Well, I got to say this. Uh, rest in peace, Julio Hernandez. Uh, I'm sure, man, Raider fan to the core. And check out the, what the Raider Nation does for their own. Raider Ed, thanks for shining that light on the situation because uh, that's how we roll. And uh, that's how the Raider Nation rolls right there. And thanks for the call, brother, and uh, my sincere condolences. We have Raider Dan from Virginia, and he's laying it down, man. Listen to this cat. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Dan calling from Virginia. I'm in the heart of Radford University campus. I work at a bar in, in Radford at Sharky's. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm a long-time Raiders fan. I just found out about the podcast. You're saying all my friends and I are like jazzed about the podcast. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, thank you so much for this podcast for us on the East Coast. We love it. We even started a dream game based on your podcast. It's, it's awesome. And we're sitting here celebrating the win over the fucking Steelers. The Raider Nation is here in force right now. We're celebrating like only the Raider Nation can do. I've been out there to the Mecca one time, and I've been to Ricky's. And I'll tell you what, you guys have treated us so, so well, us on the East Coast. We love you guys, and you made our experience so much fun. I'm telling you, man, nothing can be said about the love that is the Raider Nation. The game today against the Steelers. Man, I mean, I was expecting the worst, you know, just being realistic. But I'm telling you, we played good. We played good on offense. We played good on defense. If there was snow, it would have been way much better, dude. We came out with a win after that debacle that was Thanksgiving game. I'm not saying, like, we're going to go to the playoffs, but, dude, this gave us a whole lot of hope. All the Raider fans here are just celebrating me and drinking our ass off. But Raiders still, I die. Nothing I can do for another Raider fan. Love you guys. Peace out from Virginia. Love you guys. Thanks. See, my man Raider Dan has been to the Mecca. He's seen Ricky's. He has been to the mountain. That's Mountain All Davis, of course. And he knows how the Raider Nation parties, and I am sure he was partying it down on this night when we beat the Steelers right there. And on the East Coast, you got to love it when the Raiders come out with a victory. Randy and I, thank you for the props, man. Thanks for listening to the show. We appreciate everything the fan of the Oakland Raiders has to offer because we are Raider Nation. We have Raider Victor from Fresno, California. Hey, Raider Greg. This is Victor calling out of uh, Fresno, California, second-time caller. Just uh, listening to your podcast about the pregame, the Steelers game, and I completely agree with you. Fortunately, it didn't turn out that way, and they actually ended up kicking their ass. And I was in the same state of mind as you prior to the game. 
night before, I was watching the UFC with my buddies and thinking to myself, shit, we're going to get our asses kicked tomorrow. Woke up feeling kind of hopeful, a little optimistic, and they ended up pulling it off. And this goes to show you that this team is just completely unpredictable. You don't know which team is going to show up. Just when you think they're freaking ready to roll over and die and ready to stick a fork in them, they come back and just surprise us. And I think a lot of it has to do with Gradkowski. I think that Jamarcus just needs to step down. They need to just get rid of that piece of shit. And I know it's not going to happen, but it's wishful thinking. And I think Gradkowski should stay and be our starter. This guy just completely turned this team around and has been believing in him. Listening to the podcast, and I'm hearing leave Pennsylvania Raider call in and talk shit about the wide receivers, which was true for the majority of the season. But after seeing this last game and seeing how Murphy played, how Shillings played, even freaking uh, Higgins, uh, they did really good in this game. And I think a large part of that has to do with them getting more reps and more time with Gradkowski. I hope, and this is just being hopeful, that the next couple games we'll be seeing a little more of that now that Gradkowski has more time with him. Remember, this is only his third game where he's been the starter. Oh, man, we'll see what happens with the rest of the season. Hopefully they finish up, you know, on a positive note like they did last year, and we'll go from there. All right, Ritter Greg, see you later. Well, you know, it's true. I mean, the the guy from Pennsylvania had a perfect right to bitch because Darius Hayward Bay would take over the spot, and that would leave Johnny Lee Higgins and Lewis Murphy out of the mix. And you can't do that, man. They were rotating Murphy and Johnny Lee in and getting results. We got to keep the hands of stone on the bench so the stone can pick up some splinters, if you know what I'm saying. Because this lineup here with this quarterback is the way we have to go. It's obvious. We have to make it so. And I hope they don't change anything. But you know how it works in Raiderland. Nothing is obvious. <laughs> we have the double X radar. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, Raider Randy, Raider Greg, and the Raider Nation? It's the Double X Raider. I'm calling in from the game on Sunday. Can you believe it? Bruce Almighty resurrected the Oakland Raider offense. Man, it was unbelievable. It was pandemonium in my house on Sunday when the Raiders came back. 88 yards in a minute and 48 seconds to go and took it to the world champions. Let me set the stage for you. Here at work, I got a bunch of Pittsburgh fans, and uh, one in particular that we had a little wager on from the last game, and we really had no offense. Chris Carr ran that touchdown back for the win. He came down to my office because he wanted to get some uh, uh, get back, as he liked to call it. So he wanted to you know, bet 12 cold ones that Pittsburgh was going to win on me, which was fine. Of course, you know, Pittsburgh was is the almighty Pittsburgh world champions, and they were uh, two touchdown favorites. He wouldn't even give me any points, straight up. I said, well, you know what, I'll go ahead and, you know, make the bet with you since I did take it to you last time, and we had no offense. So, you know, you know, you got a pretty good chance of winning this game. However, the Raiders showed up offensively and defensively. It was, it was, it was incredible. You know, I had people in my house that weren't even Raider fans that was off the, off their seats, man. They were jumping and screaming and yelling when they came back, and then they came back, and then they came back again. I was like, oh, my God, this is some 
crazy, crazy shit, but it was incredible, incredible. You know, I like I like I told the guys, I said, you know what? Obviously, we're not going to make the playoffs, and I mean, we're not out of it uh, mathematically yet. But all I wanted to do was see improved play. Now, if this doesn't solidify Bruce Almighty as a as our starting quarterback or the best thing we have on the on our team, you know, I don't know what does, man. I, I like the guy. I like his grit. I like his heart, man. That's that's the one thing he's got heart. He's got determination, and he wants to play. You know, there's a that's a huge difference. And the guy's only playing for $555,000, and he's playing out of his mind, and he's only getting better, only getting better. And you got to look at Lewis Murphy, not the fastest guy on the team. You know, not he just doesn't have, you know, he doesn't have the great height like T.O. and, you know, some of those other cats out there. But the guy's got heart, and he's got desire. You know, he kind of reminds me of little Heinz Ward. You know, he doesn't have that great speed, but he knows how to play football. He knows how to get open. And that's the that's the crazy thing about it. He gets behind the defense consistently. And he, I, I just don't think he has that great speed. Now, maybe he does, but I don't see it. But I think he knows how to play football. And his hands were solid as hell yesterday. You know, solid. I was looking for that unleashing of hell in, in Pittsburgh. You know, because they were coming, but you know, Gretkowski can get around, man, and he doesn't get flustered. That was the that was the big thing. He wasn't afraid of that defense. Whereas Jamarcus Russell probably would have dropped the ball and kicked it. You know, looking at that defense, he just stepped up, shifted to the right, shifted to the left, and made a play. You know, I just, you gotta love the guy. You gotta love it just from what we've seen so far. I think he's the guy, and I think we need to stick with him. Dump Jamarcus' ass after this season. Let him stay. For training camp, then dump his ass. I don't, you know, it really doesn't matter because I don't think he's ever going to be even even now, four years into it. I don't think he's going to be half the guy that Gorkowski is. You know, I was reading I was reading an article which was pretty interesting. They said uh, Langston Walker, you know, because he hadn't played on the offense in like four years, five years, and he was looking at the big screen, and uh, he said Gorkowski told him to stop looking at the fucking screen and pay attention and get your mind in the damn game, and he's like, Are you talking to me? And realized, you know, this joker's in charge and he knows what he's doing. And he said at that moment he pretty much bought in and look what happened. They won. So I think they need that kind of leadership. Here just reminds me, Gorkowski just reminds me of Rich Gannon, man, with, with a little bit faster legs, a little stronger arm, but that same, you know, attitude, that control that they need. I just want to say, man, it's, it's a good day to be a Raider. You know, Raider Nation, stand up, because uh, we need to enjoy this one. This was definitely a quality win, and uh, when nobody, when nobody expected us to, to, to even show up, this was a, definitely a quality win, and this is one you know we can be proud of. You know, there was no help. We took it. We came in. We took it. You know, it's like beating the man in his own house, man. We took it. So, Raider Andy, Raider Greg, love the podcast. Raider Nation, stand up. Later. Way to lay it down, man. Way to lay it down. I totally agree. And as far as Lewis Murphy goes, I got a name for you. How about Freddie B. Belidnikov? Did he look like the awesome wide receiver? No. Was he? Well, that's what the Hall of Fame says, Pada. And that's what I'm talking about. Players are players. Thanks for the call, brother. We have the Crusader. Raider from London, England. This cat is a super fan, and I ain't kidding. <laughs>
Hello Raider Nation, this is Keith Smith, Crusader Raider, calling from London, England. A very happy Crusader Raider here today after the Steelers fell to the Oakland Raiders. It's made me so happy, Greg, that you remember when we was in the parking lot recently for the Bengals game and we were with those uh, two rap guys from Total Eclipse where we spoke about the Raider Nation? Well, this is what it's done to me, that win tonight. They've gone and got me even singing the song. So here we go. Black hole, enter at your own risk. Silver and black, we bleed. New breeder warrior. Travis nations of pits, we have it over. Of the California. Beware the black hole, enter at your own risk. Silver and black, we bleed. New breeder warrior. Nation to cities, they'll be taken over. Like a baby nation of the California. Oh, I'm not quite as good as them boys, and I'm still working on the on the lines. But you just know how happy we are as a nation tonight. Fantastic result, really, really good to get a result in uh, in there, and uh, great for Brad Gradowski for for that that win tonight. Really, really happy. Nearly one o'clock in the morning here in London. Had to put a quick message into you guys. Great to see you all for the Chiefs and Bengals games. Now we look forward and plan for 2010 and uh, the next crusade. But this year was a super visit. Thanks, Randy, Greg. Everybody that we met, uh, thanks for letting us share the uh, the birthday with uh, uh, Raider Day from New York. We appreciated that and all the and the good time that we had at the tailgate uh, at Ricky's and all the other places. Let's go Raiders and uh, bring on the Redskins. Go Raiders! There you go, man. There's some English rap for you. I love it. <laughs> Way to go, Keith. Ready to throw it down, brother? Now listen, listen here. One of the most memorable points of this trip, I think, is when United Raider Milt. That's right. In the in the video we have up on the the, the uh, podcast or video cast, United Raider Milt. So he is Sir Raider Milt, and I'll tell you, he'll never forget that. That was awesome. It was a great moment, along with just seeing you and Dave. And you know, it's always special when you come to the Mecca. It's always special, uh, like family, like good friends. You just can't. You can't beat that. You can't beat the Raider Nation. You can't beat the people who come, the people who show up, and the people who bleed the silver and black. It was a great victory here this week. We got to revel in it. We got to love it. And we got to hang together because we are Raider Nation. The Rowdy Redskins. They're coming to the Coliseum, partner. And they're going to have a big surprise. I know that Zorn was licking his chops. Now he's just chopping his lips. And that's what I'm talking about, because the Raiders are back. I am Raider Greg, and I am out. <laughs>